Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Carly Manuel about her ceremony at the Grand Floridian Marina with a reception at Citricos and a dessert party at Germany in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose all those locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Carly. Hey. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. All right. This is kind of funny because we actually had zero interest in doing a destination wedding. We just, we have a lot of family and big extended family, I guess. We always kind of thought we would be expected to have kind of that big giant wedding with everyone local. But then when we started kind of thinking about how we wanted to do it, we looked into some local locations and we were just kind of like, you know what, it's kind of expensive. So we started doing some more research on where else we could possibly do it. And I teach for a dance studio. So our dance studio was actually planning on taking a trip to Disney World to dance in the parades. And my daughter was going to be a part of that dance trip. So some of our immediate family already wanted to come and kind of just make a vacation out of it and watch her dance. So then when we saw that Disney offers weddings, we were like, well, we're already going to be in Disney. So what if we just look into getting married down there? And then when we looked into it, we actually found out that we could do the Disney wedding for a similar cost to what we would have been expecting, if not cheaper. So we kind of decided to do it out of convenience since we were already going to be there. That's interesting. So then how much time did you have to plan the wedding since you were tacking it onto the vacation? We knew that the vacation trip was going to be happening in July, so like a year out, which is what Disney allows you to plan anyway. 
So it originally worked out kind of just working into the Disney wedding planning regardless. So that worked out nicely. That's wonderful. So how did your friends and family react when they found out what your plan was? Most of them were super excited. Some of them were like, oh, a destination wedding in Disney? Really? Like some of them are just not huge Disney fans, but like I'm a huge Disney fan. My sister is a ridiculously huge Disney fan. So she was absolutely stoked on the life. And then everyone else was most just excited to get away and have a vacation out of it. So pretty well received, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? Originally, like I said, we were going to go to Disney in July because of our dance trip that we had planned. However, that ended up getting canceled for extenuating circumstances. So we were kind of like, oh, maybe now we can just invite more people. So originally, once we kind of knew that we'd be able to invite more people to do the actual wedding portion and do more of a vacation with us, we ended up, I think, with about 75 as our like initial guest count. But then after we had signed our initial contract, we actually got some unfortunate news that my sister was sick and she wasn't going to be able to make the July date. So we chatted with Disney and begged and pleaded for if there was any way we could move the date. And they gave us a two-month window to extend it by without having to like cancel and then rebook because we were also in the cusp of like the original pricing. So they were really great about it and they were able to extend it into October for us. So our actual wedding date was no longer July. They managed to book everything for us for October 17th. But because of that, our guest list then dropped to about 30 people just with the change in date. Interesting. Okay. Did you set up a room block for your guests? Yeah. So most of our guests had never been to Disney before. So we just kind of figured it would be easier to just kind of give them spots that we recommended. So we had a room block set up at Caribbean Beach Resort. And then we also set one up at Pop Century. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Well, originally, we had picked the Tuesday because it was going to be the cheapest. And in July, most of our friends and family were going to be on vacation anyway. So we weren't too worried about people just flying in for the weekends or anything. And then with the last minute change of date, we Disney basically said, like, here are the dates that you can do like your venues with because we had already decided on the Grand Floridian and Citricos and Germany. And October 17th was the only day that they had everything we had already booked available. So that was our new date. (laughs) (laughs) And how did you choose the time of day? That one was kind of just pre-planned because our original wedding date, because we wanted the marina outside in July, our coordinator had suggested the 9.30 a.m. time slot just so that we weren't sweltering in Florida heat because we're all from Canada. So like we were there in October and it was really hot for us. We couldn't imagine doing it in July. So again, when we changed over to the new date with the same location, the same time slot was available. So honestly, we just kept it. And then just because of the way that our day worked out, we also wanted to do the Magic Kingdom shoot the morning of. So instead of it becoming a ridiculously long day for me, we just decided that that 9.30 a.m. time slot was kind of just best to work into the flow of how we wanted things to go. 
Okay, got it. How did you choose the Grand Floridian Marina for your ceremony and Citricos for your reception? I mean, I always really liked the look of the Grand Floridian. I always just thought it was kind of that like fairy tale hotel. And then knowing what our guest list was, we just kind of, we knew we didn't need anything big like the pavilion or anything crazy like that. So we looked at all of the smaller venues anyway. And then we settled on the marina because we liked that you could kind of see the castle in the background. You kind of got that water and then just like how beautiful the hotel is. And then Citricos, we really liked that it was in the same spot. So again, because our family had never been to Disney, we just kind of liked that it was all in an easy location for everyone to kind of just walk upstairs and go to the hotel. Did you use any outside vendors for your event? The only ones we ended up using were Merrily Married for our photo and video for the day of, but we used Disney Floral since it was happening on location. Outside in public, they told us we had to, but we did make our own bridal bouquets. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then how did you choose your officiant? So originally we had reached out to Catherine Tiamundi. She's just always highly recommended on your podcast. So we just thought she sounded great. Everything she posts online looked super inviting and warming. So we had reached out to her. And when we had to change our date, she was no longer available and already booked. So she had recommended Randy Clark to us, who works closely with Catherine. And we were like, yeah, great. We reached out to her. She was available and she instantly became like my big sister and kind of just like helped me through all the hard parts of like my sister getting sick. I was really emotional the day of our rehearsal and stuff. So she just kind of instantly jumped in. And even during our like initial interview, she just kind of instantly clicked with us. And we were just kind of like, yeah, we don't need to find anyone else. She's perfect. That's wonderful. Did you guys add any entertainment to the ceremony or reception? We did not. We did extend the violinist from the ceremony to come in and play for the reception at Citricos, but we were told we couldn't use a DJ or anything like that with Citricos just because of the venue setup, which we were honestly okay with anyway because our reception was a brunch reception and we just didn't really feel the need to try to get everyone up and dance and at noon. (laughs) So we liked the idea of just being able to kind of sit and relax and like chat and properly hang out with all of our guests and then but the violinist was great he was able to just kind of walk around and took requests and my friends had a really good time just trying to give him really obscure requests and seeing if he could play them and he did super awesome (laughs) (laughs) did you have any trouble with the restrictions at citricos like where the cake can be displayed and the table linens or did it all pretty much work according to the way you were planning to do things anyway It honestly worked out nicely because we didn't end up doing a cake at our brunch reception. We kept it very much like breakfast food. And to us, having a cake in there didn't make much sense. So we actually chose to do our cake at our dessert party in Epcot. And I mean, Citricos with the renovations, it's so beautiful anyway that we really just didn't feel the need to add any of that stuff. The chairs are super fun and the tables are all fine. And so everything else was just like, it was really easy for us to basically get exactly what we wanted that's great do you have any menu items you would recommend oh geez i relied so much on the facebook post for this because we weren't able to go down for any of the tastings so i'd asked a couple times kind of what everyone's recommendations were so at brunch we did the omelet station which was really good and then we did just your basic brunch foods there was fruit and i think we had yogurt parfaits 
some of the stuff I didn't actually end up eating. We had bacon wrapped figs, which were really good because we had a shellfish allergy. So we couldn't do the scallops, but the bacon wrapped figs were, were highly recommended. Then we did chicken and waffles. And that was kind of the one thing that I really wanted on the menu for brunch. Yeah. So they were really, really, really good. Highly recommend the chicken and waffles. And then the dessert party that we did at Germany, we did the, like we said, we did our cake and cupcakes there. We did chicken wings and we had buffalo chicken wings as well as the yuzu miso chicken wings, which were amazing. They were super good. And then we did the cheeseburger spring rolls, which were highly recommended on Facebook and they absolutely did not disappoint. And then we did a nacho bar as well. That sounds great. Do you have any cake flavors you can recommend? We did the churro with the caramel filling. That one was really good. And then we did a chocolate cake with the gray stuff in the middle. That one was delightful. I think that one ended up being my favorite, even though I was most excited about the churro one. And then Aldi chose, because we did just kind of the ceremonial small six-inch cake so that we could do the cake cutting pictures with. And so I let him choose the flavors on that one. And he did chocolate cake with mint. And that one was really yummy too. That one was probably like my second choice. Wow, that's great. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about your dessert party? Did you add a ride mix in or transportation? Because we chose two resorts that were on the Skyliner, which was fantastic. We were able to just kind of jump between hotels to meet up with everyone. So we just had the Skyliner transportation to Epcot for the dessert party, which was very interesting in a wedding dress and everyone just kept looking at me (laughs) Um, and our entire bridal party that were all dressed up super fancy and stuff. And then we did have a couple people who chose to stay off resort. So they just Ubered to the parks and then kind of figured out getting around that way. Yes, we did the Skyliner for that. And then we did a ride mix in with Ratatouille at the end of the night, which was super fun. That's awesome. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how their wedding day ran? Oh my gosh. Okay. So we were up at 2.30 in the morning for our hair and makeup, or at least I should say I was because I got ready first. So I slept in my maid of honors room that night. So she unfortunately had to be awake as well at that time, but we only got like two hours of sleep that night because we did our rehearsal dinner the night before on the boardwalk and the fire alarms went off and we were stuck outside for an extra hour after the Mm. fact just trying to figure out billing and all of this stuff they were super great about it they were super apologetic and they gave us free tiramisu so it worked out fine enough but eventually I was just kind of like I'm tired like I need to go back to my hotel because I have to be up in and like three hours at that point so took a teeny tiny quick little cat nap and so my hair and makeup went from 2 30 till about 4 30 we did our first look at the caribbean beach main lobby at 4 45 i was called and we did that quick and then we jumped on over to magic kingdom to do our park shoot which was about i don't know 5 a.m to about 7 a.m <laughs> And then they took us straight to the Grand Floridian after that. So me and Aldi were able to have a quick little coffee break, a quick little just kind of recoup and um, try and calm our nerves a little bit. And then Merrily Married showed up probably about 7.30. So they started some of our 
pictures then just with him and I like on the staircase and then they took us outside on the beach and we got some really beautiful like sunrise photos and then once family arrived at about 8 45 9 ish we did kind of all of our main family photos and then they ushered us towards the marina for our ceremony and then after the ceremony ever we did a couple more pictures everyone went to Citra Coast right away for the pre-reception and we joined them at about 11. We had our reception until one. Mickey and Minnie did end up coming to that. So that was super fun. But we did do a shortened brunch reception just because we knew we weren't going to do any extra, extra entertainment. And then we got back to our hotel about one. I had a cat nap. And then we did our dessert party that night at 7.30 till about 9.30. And then we did our ride mix in. And then I was home and in bed by 11 after that. <laughs> it was a very, very packed day. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's interesting. You mentioned Mickey and Minnie did end up coming. Was there some doubt that they, you would be able to get them for your reception? No, honestly, I just kind of forgot that they came because <laughs> it was a very long day. But Mickey and Minnie did come. We did surprise everyone with it. So that was super fun. Merrily Married got some beautiful photos of my daughter just being super surprised with them showing up. So it was a good time. That's awesome. I also see a lot of people asking about whether they should do their Magic Kingdom or other Disney park shoot right before the wedding like that. Would you recommend it? Honestly, I think it kind of really just depends on the type of person that you are. Me and Aldi are very much morning people. And we both worked in the restaurant industry throughout the summer. So him and I were very used to just kind of being up in the night and then again in the morning with our daughter. So we for us, it was okay. However, it does make for a really long day. So I think it just kind of depends. But what, because we did our ceremony so early in the morning, like I said, we kind of chose to do it that way. So everything just flowed really nicely. But yeah, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it if I had like a 12 o'clock ceremony or a evening ceremony spot. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention or your budget? For us, it was definitely photography. We knew that this wedding was going to be something to remember, obviously, for us. But it was something that we really just wanted to make a unique experience for all of our guests. So we did splurge on adding the Magic Kingdom Park shoot as well as adding on just kind of the longer package with Merrily Married so that we had full coverage of everything and um, making sure we had the videography in that as well so that we could capture our day. So that one is super important to us. The rest of it, honestly, everything else just kind of came as it may. Like when we asked for what it was going to cost us, we were just kind of like, okay, like, yes, that works or no, it doesn't. We did choose to do our own bridal bouquets. So that saved us some money for the bridesmaids. I did have Disney make us the bride bouquet as well as like the boutonnieres for the men and the corsages for the women. So we kept those just because they were easy. And again, because we were flying from Canada, just we were worried. <laughs> I was already worried enough of the bouquets breaking in transportation. But everything worked out fine other than that. So, But we did want to make sure that the food was worth it. And yeah, we chose not to do crazy amounts of alcohol at the reception. We did just mimosas. That was just kind of a set. Everyone gets kind of two to just be able to enjoy everything. And then 
we just did, like did like the smallest, most cheap option for the bar in the evening as well, just because like we knew it was going to be a long day for everyone and we didn't have a lot of time. Interesting. Okay. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved some money or your effort? I mean, not really. We kind of aimed to do that by just picking the cheaper venue options ceremony and reception locations that triggered the lower minimums just so we didn't feel like we were spending so much money on the bigger or more expensive locations when we knew we didn't need it okay great what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day I think that during this ceremony so in the ceremony my well now husband Aldi he gave vows to my daughter which was super precious, but we also used it as a moment to express to everyone that he's officially adopting her because he's not her bio dad, but he's the only dad she's ever known. (laughs) So it was really important to me, I guess, that they had that moment together where it wasn't just me and him becoming family, but him and her and I were all becoming a family together and that it was becoming official. So Randy worked really closely with us to make sure that Aldi got that moment with Aria and that the three of us kind of all had a moment where we all said I do together, which was really precious. And then seeing her reaction when Mickey and Minnie showed up and everyone else's reaction as well. That one was pretty fun. And then the fireworks, we didn't really get to watch the fireworks because we were doing photos during them, but the fireworks were super cool. That's awesome. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Honestly, not really. We were kind of worried about the weather it looked like a couple days before when we were arriving, that it might be like super overcast and windy and maybe a little rainy. But the weather was perfect. There was a teeny tiny little mix-ups where we had, like I said, we brought our own bridal bouquets, but Disney Floral made bouquets for us anyway. Um, But that was rectified. It was fine. They let us keep the bouquets and it just added extra decorations at that point. So... Not again, it really wasn't a huge deal. And then there was just a mix up on what kind of bar we were having at Germany, but it worked out for the better in the way that it happened anyway. So beyond that, everything worked out basically exactly as we hoped. So it was good. That's great. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? Not really. We were kind of just ready to go with the flow no matter how things ended up happening for me it was mostly just about like being able to spend time with friends and family and like really like I tried so hard to really just stay in the moment and enjoy the day because I always hear on the podcast that like the day just flies by and you don't remember anything so I tried really hard to keep that in mind and it all worked out really well (laughs) I did have a moment the night before where I was, I don't know what it was, but I just got really emotional with everything. And I think I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to read my vows without just sobbing through them. So I had a moment with Aldi where I was like, I need you to come. I need you to just like, I need it to be just the two of us for a moment. And I actually ended up reading him some more private vows that I just felt like I needed to say to him without other people necessarily hearing as well. And then Because of that, I think I was able to read my vows without breaking down. But honestly, that was my biggest concern during the day was that I was going to be able to get through my vows. I wasn't worried about 
any of the receptions or anything like that going wrong. Like I knew everything was going to be what it was, but it all worked out well. (laughs) That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Like, I feel like we could have maybe split up the dessert party from the day and maybe done it either the day before or day after, just so that it wasn't such a long day for me and Aldi especially, just with our wake-up times. But we had quite a few family members who basically flew in the day before, were there for the wedding, and then they had to leave the day after. So maybe the timeline a little bit. They did change the fireworks show at Epcot because they took out what it was before. And then, so then it was just fireworks and uh, music at Epcot, which was still amazing, but it wasn't the show that I was expecting. So if I would have known that a little earlier, I might've inquired about maybe switching our dessert party over to Hollywood studios and being able to watch Fantasmic. But like I said, I knew everything was going to be what it was. And the fireworks are still really cool to watch and everyone was super impressed by it. So even then I'm kind of like, eh, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Everyone always says it anyway, but just be patient with everyone. There were definitely a few, a couple times when we were starting to hit deadlines where we needed some questions answered or some clarifications and our planners were just a little late getting back to us, but that's always the case. And they told us that October is one of the busiest seasons for wedding anyway. So she was always super great about being like, I'm so sorry. I had three weddings this weekend. So be patient. If you have questions, email them, but then like, just trust that they will get back to you when you can. But yeah, other than that, they were always really great about answering our questions and kind of doing whatever they could to make things work for us. Like we didn't have any, I feel like we didn't have any crazy requests on how we wanted the day to go or specific things we wanted at the event, but we were really hopeful that they were going to be able to help us with our date change and they were great. So just be patient, trust the process, ask all the questions and things will work out. (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, Carly, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, thank you so much. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>